Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's guest is Josette Norris of the Reebok Boston Track Club. Josette is a middle distance runner, New Jersey native, and Georgetown University alum who recently made a big splash by qualifying for the Olympic trials with a 10-second personal best in the 5K, running 15:19 at the Texas Qualifier. We talked a lot about transitioning to professional running during a pandemic, what it's like to be engaged to another professional runner, and the sweet team set up at the Reebok Boston headquarters in Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, it was a great conversation. We had a lot of fun, uh, and I hope you'll enjoy. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow, do all the things that you do. And until next time, this has been Run Your Mouth. Get started. Um, welcome to Run Your Mouth, Long Run Talk Thank for you. Long Talking Runners. Uh, I'm your host, <laughs> David Melly, and this week's guest, we have Josette Norris from Reebok Boston Track Club. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming on. How's your, how's your Sunday going so far? It's a very chill Sunday. So actually, the Reebok team, we do long runs on Saturday which is uncommon for a lot of people. Controver- so my- controversy right off the bat. You're yeah. going to start making enemies. <laughs> so my Sundays are either off or a little four-mile jog. And today I went for a little four-mile jog. So I just been, I slept in, went for a jog, and just been hanging out. So it's really chill on Sunday. <laughs> Do you watch any of the races uh, this weekend? Various oh, yeah. parts of the country? I, I actually, I stayed up um way later than I probably should have last night. And I just watched all of them. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to start a couple. And of course I was like, no, I have to watch these five K's right now. But um, those five K's were great. Yeah. I was fired up after I was just like texting um, with Robbie so much. And he's like, okay, just go to bed. Like this is so late. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I just like, that was a great race for all of them. I was like, Oh, I wish I could be there and doing that race. But um, it was really exciting to see, sound running put on that meet and everyone like get out what they really wanted to get out from it which was really cool and it's just another amping up this sport and pushing it forward with all these um people running so fast right now so it's just it's an exciting time in track and field yeah that's for sure and uh the obviously the biggest event of the weekend is uh amy eloise uh taking down she's the the european champion right yeah amy ran unbelievable i'm so happy for her and i was so mad because i couldn't find a stream for it to watch and when um coach fox like texted all of us she's like amy won amy won and we were pumped and that was a huge breakthrough for her and we're just all really excited and it's just been really cool to see um all the hard work that our team put in last year um seeing it pay off with amy as the european champion and Justin's been running phenomenal in his races and Paige and the boys at their marathon. It's just, um, we're, we're on a roll right now and it's really cool to see and be a part of this team. Yeah. I, uh, I texted Chris Chavez yesterday, actually, or maybe two days ago, whenever the race was. And I was like, Reebok Boston, they're, they're killing it left <laughs> and right. Uh, every distance, every <laughs> continent, no matter how you slice and dice it. <laughs> yeah. For- Fox knows how to train the people from the mile all the way to the marathon. So uh, it's, it's been really fun and really cool to be part of this team. 
Yeah. So before we get into like uh, anything else, last weekend was, was huge for you. It was a big breakout. Yes, um, that was you, huge. Were you ready for it? Surprise? A little bit of both? <laughs> so I knew I was um, capable of doing it. We actually went in with um, the intentions of like hopefully running the Olympic time. And we just kind of reminded ourselves that, hey, like anything under 1520 is a great day because going in, my PR was from 2019 when I ran 1529, like in the late summer, right before I signed with Reebok. And when the pandemic in 2020, I only had two chances to run a 5k and both of them were pretty disappointing performances. Um, so to come out in 2021 in my first 5k in a long time and run a personal best and get that qualifier for the trials, that was huge for me. And the conditions turned out that they weren't very ideal for our um, 5K heats, um, but um, I was still so like just proud that I was able to get out what I wanted to get out from the race, and um, I, I was I was really happy. <laughs> yeah, you know, and obviously with the conditions, it would you would think that uh, you know 1510 <laughs> is hopefully not far around the corner. Um, are you are you taking some time off now? Or are you gonna keep rolling? Yeah, so um, I was able to race three times in February, which was more than I thought I was going to race in general. So um, we decided to just take Austin was really the focus. Um, so we I just took a couple down days and um, I was able to still do a long run this weekend, but shorter. But I'm going to start just building back up for March and just like get back in the long run routine. I don't think I've done a long run in four weeks right now, just with all the racing going on and just kind of build that base up for March. And um, me and Amy will definitely try to find a 5k for us to go after that Olympic time together. Um, hopefully maybe May, I'm not really sure. We just haven't like talked about the race schedule yet, but March will be a big building month, just like getting back into the swing of heavy training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and are you back in, you're back in Charlottesville now? Yeah. We just flew straight from Austin to Charlottesville, but I am, I am going back to Jersey for um, this upcoming week just to go back home for a little bit because I haven't been home since Thanksgiving. So I was like, I just want to take advantage of kind of like this little in-between time to go home and see my family and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're so I am doing the like very minimal bit of research. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I learned that you're, you're a North Jersey girl, about as far North as North Jersey gets. Oh yeah. <laughs> so do it's you, so funny. I yeah, get to Jersey feel... and I'm like, I'm like still, I enter Jersey and I'm like, okay, I still got another three hours till I get to Tenafly at this point. <laughs> but <laughs> do you feel, uh, are you like loyal Jersey or do you feel like you've claimed the New York suburb at all? It's so funny because all my runs back home, I I go to New York. Like I'll go up to the Rockies um, all the time and go to Nyack State Beach Park because there's no great running in North Jersey unless I go like south or go to New York. So um, I definitely claim the Jersey girl, but I make it a point to be like, oh yeah, I'm like 15 minutes from the city. Like, <laughs> But um, it's so funny because I, I always am like, my college coach is from like central Jersey and Robbie's from central Jersey. And I'm like, Oh, you guys are so far away. Like you're so South Jersey. And they're like, no, Josette, you're just the tip of New Jersey. So you think everything under you is South Jersey. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, there's always that debate, but yeah, I always, um, it's nice to go home and be back in Jersey. <laughs> 
I, I was going to ask, I, I imagine you spent a decent amount of time uh, in Princeton, New Jersey, between races <laughs> and, and everything. Do you have a favorite sandwich? Oh, man. I, I've been loving the um, like sourdough paninis recently from Wawa. And honestly, so the biggest thing is that there's no Wawa's by me in North Jersey. So growing up, like, it was a big deal to go to Wawa because I just associated with like, oh yeah, when I go down to the shore, I'm going to get my Wawa. I'm going to get everything. So anytime that I would go to Wawa, I, it was a really big deal. And I'd like scream in the car, like Wawa, we got to go. And now um, they're actually making a Wawa like 800 meters away from my apartment in Charlottesville. And I'm watching them build it like every day. And I'm so excited because <laughs> I've never been so close to a Wawa before. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, I grew up in Boston, but my parents live outside Philly now, and uh-huh. they are so they've been there for like five years now. But like they're still so mystified by the Wawa <laughs> hype. You know, they don't under I, they're just like we'll never understand it. It's just a cultural thing. Like we just we're used to it, but it's still strange to us. <laughs> and my my um, assistant coach here, Adam Smith, he's like obsessed with cheats and we get in constant fights about Sheets versus Wawa all the time. And I refuse to go into Sheets because I have to be loyal to Wawa. You're in the heart of Sheets territory right now, right? I know, I'm (laughs) surrounded, I'm surrounded. I like once on a a drive, I like needed to make it 20 more minutes to get to Wawa from the Sheets. And I was like, I gotta hold it in. I can't go to Sheets right now. I gotta keep going (laughs) just to get I couldn't give in to Adam. <laughs> That's good. That you got you got to uh, you know have your principles draw the line yep. somewhere. <laughs> um, no, I, I was. I mean, it was. It's obviously super exciting to see you kind of like crushing it in the five k. One of the things I wanted to ask you is, I, I know people feel very strongly about sort of. I mean, as a reformed steeplechaser who hasn't steepled in five years and still gets shit for it, like, <laughs> do you consider yourself? A miler, a 5K runner, both, middle distance? Like, how would you self-identify your your type of runner? I definitely make it a point to still say that I'm like, if someone asked me at my event, I'm like, oh, I'm like 15 5K. So <laughs> I would say I'm, I do say I'm like a mid-distance runner because I don't think I'll ever run a 10K. I have no desire to ever run a 10K. And I keep telling Coach Fox that, but I would, um, I still really love running the mile and the 1500 and I feel like there's a lot of potential in that event so I'm excited to have the chance to run more of those but um yeah I long term I think my focus will be the 5k but as still kind of um a younger and newer pro just like as I'm transitioning um it's I think my peak in the 5k is going to be a little bit more long-term. So I love to still be focusing on the 15 just as much as the 5k. And I, in my head, I'm like, the faster I can run in the mile, the better I'll be at the 5k because it's going to make like 450s feel that much easier if I can run under 430 in the mile. So, um, I'm definitely sticking to both those events, (laughs) um, making sure that coach Fox knows that. Well, you know, championship racing too. It's like, whether it's, you know, Shelby or Ellie or whoever, obviously the, the 1500 speed still is very, uh, very valuable. Oh um, yeah. And, <laughs> and all the, um, top 5k runners, like if you look across the board, they all have phenomenal mile PRs and it's, you have to be able to close, especially in those championship races. And that's the funny thing. Like the last three races I've run have been 
pretty tactical races in um, both my miles and now in um, Austin in that 5k. So it was nice to kind of be reminded of what that's like because, um, and because that's what it's going to be like in late June. And when we get to the championship races, but I'm also really excited to kind of have a race like they did in California, where we're just kind of in a line and seeing what we can do and go after some fast times too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, it is weird because there was this big gap, but at the same time, you know, I, I, at least in my mind from an outside observer, I feel like it's like, you're just getting started in your professional career, but I get, you know, you've been doing it for a year and a half now. I mean, I'm sure you've talked about this before, but you know, like the, the, I'm going to start my pro career and then immediately everything's going to shut down. Like, did you feel like pissed or like, was that was like a blessing in disguise or, or how did, how did that sort of like change your mindset once that kind of hit for real? So it was very weird. Um, so the fall, like when I got here in um, 2019, it was just kind of like getting used to things and building up base. And um, I felt like I was really strong and indoors. I ran like, I think I ran two or three races. And right after that happened, and one of them was a great breakout in the 3k and I got under nine minutes for the first time which was really big and then I went after a big 5k the following two weeks and that was um a disappointing race and then the pandemic just hit and I was it was such a weird time because we just didn't know what was going to happen and that whole rest of that season was more just like it felt like we were in such a gray area where it was like oh if a race pops up like we got to go and do it we got to go and do it and there just felt like there was like no structure and you had to be so like ready to just like go and race at the last minute which was very different from like a pro runner loves their routine and usually knows their schedule and when they're going to peak and everything so that was um that was definitely hard but the biggest positive that I could take away from having that extra time was literally getting that extra time to get to know coach Fox better get to train with um my new teammates and just like get stronger. I just needed to train and get stronger. And I wasn't seeing those results in those few little races that we had last spring, but I was very hopeful and confident that by this year, that all the work that I had put in during the pandemic would pay off because my day to day pretty much stayed the same. And I was able to stay healthy and train all through the pandemic, but it was really just that racing piece that was missing. So I was really excited when we came back this fall and I was able to like click off workouts that I was never able to do the previous fall when I first joined. And that's the thing about coach Fox is I think the more time you have under him, the better, like you're going to be because he just gets you so strong and gets you so ready. And I was so excited to just have that uninterrupted training with him this past year. And now I'm seeing the results pay off this come like 2021 and it's, been a blessing for me in a way because now I'm having this breakout in an Olympic year when last year I'm not really sure it was definitely harder for me like in that first transition year as a pro so um, even though I was really upset when I wasn't able to race at all I'm in the end grateful that I had this extra time and I'm hoping that I can start racing again like now soon and we have like a normal season with the trials and the Olympics and everything. I'm just, I'm really hopeful and optimistic about this upcoming year. It's a good place to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it a weird transition to go from, you know, kind of the big 
NCAA, you know, an NCAA program where it's like you have a lot of people around. Obviously, the team is, I would say, even as far as pro teams go, pretty small. And and particularly the women's group is like yeah. really small. Was that kind of a hard transition for you? Um, it was that wasn't so much as hard because it was um it was nice to have this like little tight knit group of girls, but sometimes I always wish that I was like, oh, I wish I had someone else that was like more similar to me because all of us have such different strengths as on our team and it's like Paige runs a lot different than I do Amy runs a lot different and then it's so I almost wish we had a couple more people just to make their transition a little bit easier to just have like more people to kind of work with during certain things but um I'm really hopeful we can add some additional girls to our team but um we've been having a great system so far and it's it's been really fun to see us all thrive in our individual events. And it's like, yeah, Paige can go out there and crush a long run. And if you're able to hang with her, it's like, oh yeah, you know, you're in a really good spot. And um, it's really nice to link up with Amy for all the 5k stuff and Abby McNulty's um, on our team too. And she's been such a great strength person for Paige too, as they were doing the marathon build up together. But it was a little bit, um, weird this past fall because we were all kind of doing different things so um sometimes it was a lot of individual stuff that you have to do and that's sometimes how it is as a pro you have to make sure that you're doing what's right for you too because I feel like a lot of times in my first year I was maybe stretching myself more than I probably should have in practices without even realizing it because then when I showed up to the race I just had nothing left and now I'm finishing workouts this year where it's like oh yeah I could I could go and do two to three more reps and be okay, but I'm going to stop myself early. So I don't get to that place where I feel kind of stretched in practice. But when there's only so few of us, it's like, yeah, you want to be up there with the other girls. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I want to be, I want to be running right up there with the other, um, my other teammates. So it's been, it's been different, but a good different. <laughs> And if you need somebody to rip some 200s with you, you can always just pace, have Robbie pace you. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, he always like, a lot of times we do our strides together on like Mondays and Thursdays at the track. And he always, he always spots me a couple seconds and then just chases me down. But <laughs> it, it's a mess because we're just like laughing and fooling around the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is not, this is not productive not, right now. Not what people have in mind when they think professional running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm screaming as I'm doing a stride because he's about to like chase me down. I'm laughing too hard, but we, we keep it fun. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, this is actually kind of like a semi-common question we ask uh, uh, some guests, but uh, as a runner dating a runner, um, do you have, uh, whether it's like advice or like pros and cons, like how do you feel about sort of, I know people feel very strongly oftentimes about like, it's a great thing or like I will never date a runner <laughs> so obviously I think I know where you fall but um. <laughs> it, it's kind of funny because Robbie's actually the first runner I've ever dated um I was like oh no like I don't date runners <laughs> but um <laughs> so you're reformed like the, you were one of, you yeah. used to be one of those people <laughs> you used to be one of those people and then I met Robbie and I was like yes <laughs> but um it's been really amazing like it's really cool to have the same passion as the person now that I'm engaged to, but that you, I was dating and he helped me so much. Like when we first started um, dating, I was, um, I was still at Georgetown and he really just like inspired me, honestly. Like I was coming back from an injury and not in the best type of place. And he was just always so 
it was weird. He was always so interested in my running and I've never had someone like ask me about my runs every day. And I was like, why is he asking me about my runs? Like, I, I don't know. Like, and I like was like, at first What's I, was, his like, angle? Like- I was like, I was turned <laughs> off by it. And then I realized like, oh, he just cares about my running. And it's really nice actually to have someone care about your running. But um, yeah, it's been really cool. And I look up to him so much because he's done so much in the sport that I want to do personally. And it's really cool to just have that support system with him. And we're both chasing our dreams together and it's, we have a fun dynamic. And I mean, it was really cool during the pandemic that we're like, we do the same thing. So we're together all the time training together. And I like, I kidnapped him and brought him down to Charlottesville. And we just, um, we were just having a really fun time training and like doing our day to day together. But I think we have a really good system as both being um, professionals and he, he's really inspired me and gotten me, to where I am today. And I don't think I would be where I am today without having him like on my side. So um, I think we have a great dynamic and it's just been, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah. I always say you need like, um, like you need like a good Venn diagram of like, it's like you have the stuff you have in common, but then you have your separate stuff. Like, yes. <laughs> my, like my boyfriend and I are like match up well at the marathon, but he's like the longer distance guy. Like he, he's doing like a 50 milers and like, Oh man. Like that. The ultras. Like, yeah. Well, he's like just started doing them, but like, he's always been like kind of a longer distance guy. And I'm like very reluctantly dragging myself up the distance. So it's <laughs> no, like... go back to the steeple. <laughs> we need more steeple people. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, I like literally, you know, it's, it's always that where he's always like, Oh, you run so fast. Like, you know, and I'm like, you did like literally this weekend he did, back-to-back 20 mile runs and I'm like that's insane I wouldn't be able to like walk the, like after that and it's just, oh no like, yeah I can't even imagine <laughs> <laughs> yeah you may, you need the overlap of like we all understand the same things but also it's like sometimes it's nice to like I have my lane and you have your lane and like that's yeah. nice as well <laughs> I'm always like I'm gonna be I'm gonna run the 1500 and get in your lane Robbie <laughs> but yeah. we get we get we get competitive definitely a lot and we definitely talk a lot about running like runner nerds I think he's made me a bigger runner nerd but um yeah it's it's also important to have other things that you like to do and maybe not talk about running all the time how'd you guys meet so actually um we met when I was back at Georgetown so I transferred to Georgetown I was at UNC for two years and then I went to Georgetown in 2016 and that fall of 2016 um one of the fifth years on our team, her name's um, Sarah Cotton. She kept, she decided to do this like monthly thing where she'd have like a special guest come and talk to the team, but without the coaches, like a whole, like literally a separate thing at their house. And um, Robbie was one of the guests because Robbie was um, college roommates with her brother at UVA. So he came and um, he talked to our team and me and like my one I think it was all the boys because all the boys were like fanboying him and like only me and one girl showed up because we're like oh yeah I'm like of course I have to go it's Robbie Andrews like New Jersey (laughs) and um the whole time like I just felt like we were making like a lot of eye contact and (laughs) my teammate was like Josette I think he's only talking to you at this point like we're 40 (laughs) minutes into this conversation I was like I feel like he's looking at me but I'm not really sure um so that night they like um, the the fifth years on the team, like Amos and Scott were like, oh, Giselle, like Robbie wants you to come out to the bars with us. And I was like, 
no, like I can't get into the bar. I'm 20. Like <laughs> I'm not going. Like, <laughs> so I, I didn't go. And then two weeks later, he, um, he was in town to meet the president for the, because all the Olympians got the to Olympics. meet the yeah. president. Yeah. And, um, Georgetown was like hosting this really cool, like Olympic event. And, um, Robbie like messaged me and um, I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to this Olympic event. This is so cool. So I'm like, <laughs> I went out with, I went out with them and like Joe was like my teammate, Joe White was there and we were just all like hanging out. And that was the first time we met, but then um, we just kind of like, oh yeah, we met, like we hung out, we had a great night and then kind of just went our separate ways. Like I was back at college, he went back to New Jersey and our paths never really crossed again like we we were talking as friends and like we were really friendly together but nothing crazy and our path never recrossed again like till 2000 and oh my god I don't even know was it yeah 2017 and then we just started talking a little bit more in like the beginning of 2018 and he came to visit me a couple times and then we just started dating and now we've been almost dating three years and now well now we're engaged but um it was funny that like I met him a while ago but then our paths never really crossed again and then when it did um we just kind of like hit it off um again and yeah I'm I'm really grateful that I met him back then but it was uh really so you know it's it's a a sign is like if they keep coming back (laughs) they keep coming back (laughs) the universe is telling you something (laughs) yeah it's so um but yeah then we and then so we started dating in like april of 2018 and so yeah that's how it started (laughs) (laughs) not to totally change subjects but you said amos not reminding me so weirdly we have a back-to-back georgetown guest because he was our most recent guest (laughs) and he uh i think he would say this too he was not happy with my question uh, so you need to redeem it for me. Um, do okay. you have a favorite pen relays memory? Oh, let's see. Why was he not happy with that question? He thinks he never ran well at pen relays. So he was like, oh, like, I don't have any good pen relays memories. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> Whereas I was like, I actually, Georgetown, like, they love pen relays. Like, yeah, this is going to be, them. like, such a good story, you know? <laughs> so when I transferred to Georgetown, I was, like, so excited to have a chance to even go run on a relay at Penn Relays. Like I used to go to Penn Relays in high school and we would do, I did like the, the mile before I've done the 3K. I did um, like the four by four, the four by eight. So Penn Relays was like a big thing in high school. And then um, I didn't get to run it at UNC. So then at Georgetown, I was like, oh, like my dream is just to be able to anchor the DMR. And I finally got to do it in my fifth year. And, um, that was a big breakout race for me. We, we finished fourth, but I, I picked up the baton and I think like eighth or 10th place. And I was able to split like a PR at the time. And I, I think I split like a 433 and we came in fourth at that pen relays race. And it was just, we were so excited. It was me as a fifth year and then three freshmen. So nice. they were like, so pumped to have, that was their first pen relays experience. That was my first time doing a DMR at pen relays and being able to anchor and be with all the freshmen. Um, it was a really cool moment for all of us. And I know they're super eager to get back there when they can. I just saw that Penn Relays was um, yeah. canceled for this year, which I was um, upset for them. But um, yeah, that was my highlight. I mean, I got to anchor the DMR for the first time, which That's is something I've always yeah. wanted to do. So I have, I was more happy than Amos has been. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's true. Like you, you do have the the continuity coming from high school. Like you know, I feel like whenever collegiate runners go to Penn Relays, you have those. You know, you're sitting in the stands and you're like, all right, only three more hours of four by fours. <laughs> I was on one of those four by fours. Yeah, it was full tonight. circle. <laughs> And I thought it was so cool back then to be able to go and watch the college runners. Like I always wanted to stay the entire weekend. And that was like the biggest trip ever for us. We're like staying in a hotel room and we're in high school and we're just all hanging out and watching track. Like that was, that was a highlight in high school. So um, yeah, it's been just really cool to be able to like be in those moments and different points in your life. Like when you're in high school and then in college, and then hopefully I'll be able to do a race as a pro there one day. But um it's just, it's funny to like think back and look and see all of that. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, I, I, I get weirdly jealous of like the high schoolers today where like, <laughs> I don't, I didn't know, like I just knew so little about what there was out there in terms of running, which was probably for the best in some ways, but yeah. like, you know, stuff like Penn Relays, we, we didn't go to Penn Relays, we were too far away, but like even going to like indoor nationals, I'm like, this is the most exciting thing and like you know, had no <laughs> idea what like you know brooks pr like any of those mm -hmm. stuff like those summer races like no idea you know like i was barely like <laughs> running on the weekends in high school and like <laughs> it is like it's so crazy how you know it's like it's a mixed bag in some ways because you're like oh you don't want the kids to like get go too far too fast you know but yeah it's like, and now there's so much like available to high schoolers like that's what the craziest thing is is they can go online and watch all of this stuff about professional running and college running and just like so much is more open for them to see and know and it's like when we were in high school and even people even before me like it's like that was not like a big thing back then so now it's like it's the sports changing in that direction too where just so much is available to everyone to see and know and it's just um again it's just like making everything more competitive at an even younger age but yeah, in high school, um, I also like played basketball and I remember um, in the indoor season and I stopped playing basketball and went to indoor track my junior year. And that was the first time like going to the armory. And I only actually lived like 15 minutes from the armory. So that was we got to have our um, our county meet was there in high school, which yeah. was like so much fun to do when I first like started doing indoor track my junior year, like, yeah, my county meet was at the armory, which was then also like where nationals was. <laughs> I got to my first race as a pro runner back in um, last year was um, actually at the armory, which was oh, so you have pretty... all these good, like full circle. Yeah. Moments. I was like, <laughs> wow. I just, I made my, I ran my first ever indoor meet at the armory in high school. And now I'm making my pro debut 15 minutes from my hometown and everyone can come and watch. Like it, it definitely, I have all these like, yeah, these little moments where it's like, Oh, this is like meant to be like, this is what I've always like dreamed of happening. But, um, so that was really like a cool moment to have. Um, yeah. Hmm. I, I was so spoiled because we were the same way where my, my dual meets in high school were on, Reggie Lewis or BU <laughs> and like I never even ran on a flat track until college and like the idea you know it's like everyone the high school stereotype is like you know you're on some 160 yard like gym floor you know circle and like we were the total opposite where just by like accident of geography like I was like oh yeah I'm gonna 
you know, it's like a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. We're just going to go do my mile, two mile double at BU, you know? That's so awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely nice to, to have the nearby indoor. I, I mean, God, I miss it so much now. It's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, we've been pretty lucky snow wise. Like, we haven't had like a terrible winter, but definitely. This is like, there was definitely like that one, like this last like few weeks was um, even in Virginia, we started getting a bit of like a snowstorm. But I think, I think we're finally in the clear. We're about to get the nice. Knock weather, on wood. I'm sure we'll get like a weird I know, I know. March bomb cyclone or something. <laughs> but I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's no more snow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the, one of the things I wanted to uh, ask the, as, as a pro runner, um, I have a bunch of day in the life questions. So, okay. Like, so the, the first one is your go-to breakfast. What's your your like standard Ooh, before practice? Is this breakfast? Before practice? Okay, so or not I've before been, practice, either way. <laughs> before I'll do both. Before practice is um I just been doing so I got really into my AeroPress. So I got an AeroPress. So I've been making my nice little cup of AeroPress coffee and I've been just like having toast with peanut butter and jelly on a sandwich and maybe sometimes like a banana too but that's been what I've been doing this the past few months of 2021 honestly but post run I love like avocado toast with some poached eggs or um a scrambled eggs scrambled eggs or some buttermilk pancakes Robbie makes some amazing buttermilk pancakes but I can't make them as good as him so it's <laughs> only when he makes them for me I eat them but I also love that so I'm definitely a foodie though. I love, I love eating food, but I also love when people make it for me and then I eat it. I, yeah, I think that's the the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't go more crazy. Of, is he more of the cook in the family over you? We, he just like likes to always like put on a show and make all these like fun meals for me. And I'm very into it and, and I'm his like little helper. So I'll let him just take control, but I'm definitely like, we always do things together though. Like we're always, that's what everyone always says. It's like you and Robbie are always together doing the same thing. It's like, we love going to the grocery store together. We love like running errands together. We help each other out with dinner. It's not like one person does one thing and one person does the other. It's like, yeah, we're like right there together a lot. But um, I definitely like when someone makes me food and then I can just eat it. <laughs> I respect that because I, I'm more of a baker than a cook. Like I can I can cook, but I'm not like super creative or anything with mm -hmm. that. I know I keep it, I keep it simple. And then um, it's nice when someone wants to go like above and beyond for yeah. you. <laughs> but yeah, for baking, like I'm such a control freak. <laughs> you can eat it. Just like get out of the kitchen yeah. right now. Please. <laughs> so I respect your, your commitment to collaboration. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, we should all like really like make some like, cupcakes tonight and i'll just like fry on people to like bake stuff for me well we would get along but, great because i will gladly yeah. bake I, I will provide the baked goods anytime it's uh having to amy, slow down my process amy makes really good cookies i'm like oh you're gonna make those cookies again and bring them to practice like but yeah yeah the, well the the problem with like covid too is like we never we don't have people like you don't like have people like coming and going from your house. Mm -hmm. So what will happen is like, there's only three of us in my apartment and I'll make like, you know, a batch of like cookies. And that's like three dozen cookies for three people. You know? Oh no! <laughs> and so it's, it's like, we'll either like have them forever 
or we'll like all be on like a you know five cookie a day diet for like <laughs> you know the the first couple of days um it, it's definitely I guess it's a good problem to have but <laughs> endless supply of cookies yeah. we got to eat them all before they go bad <laughs> yeah um yeah so my next one is your your favorite and least favorite kind of workouts Ooh. Oh man. Um, my, okay. So that's probably changed like recently now that I'm a professional, like I would say my, um, favorites before actually, no, my favorite is still, I love like a good progression long run. Um, I'm very much into like a progressive long run. And honestly, I probably, dislike tempos the most because I hate like starting out. I dislike yeah. tempos the most since training under Fox because his tempos are very hard from the start. And it's just like a grind from the first mile. And I'm someone that like warms up into things and it takes me a long time to warm up into things. So um, right now as a pro, I dislike tempos, <laughs> but I love progression long runs. Um, but I, I'm like, I've been really into some of this, like this, like speed development workouts that we've been doing and kind of just like that strength speed, whether it's like hitting three hundreds or six hundreds on the track. Um, I've been into that like really recently, but yeah. So I know this was a big Syracuse thing and and depending on where you guys run, um, do you guys still do uphill tempos? I heard that that was like a big Syracuse. All our tempos here are on these insane hilly roads. So um, one of them's called Ridge Road. So it just, you can't get into a rhythm because the whole thing is just like grinding up and down. And um, I really struggled with them last (laughs) year. And that's kind of like, it's funny, my first one this fall, like like when I came back um, in October, um, I did a four mile run at Ridge Road and Robbie did it with me and it was actually like the best one I had done the entire year and the best I've ever felt doing it. And I've actually, I actually hit the paces. I actually was faster than the paces. And I told Fox like a slower pace, but I didn't want to set the standard. It's so high. Like, we, we can't make this the new normal. <laughs> I was, Robbie was like, maybe you shouldn't tell him that you ran that fast. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to buffer like five seconds. <laughs> so um, that like set the tone for me this fall though, because I was like, wow. I conquered a Ridge road tempo. Um, and they were just a lot different than what I would do at Georgetown. Like at Georgetown, it was more kind of like, um, a longer, slower tempo. So say it was, um, like six to six to seven miles at like six fifteen pace. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you could even start at like six twenty five if you wanted and just kind of like stay between six and six twenty. But then, um, Fox is very much into like a short, like three to four mile tempo. And it's like, yeah, go out there and try to run 540s or 530s. And um, that was just a big, like, shock to my system because any of that type of, like, faster work when I was in college, I just did on the track. And it's like you don't realize how strong you get from um, Coach Fox's training on these, like, hilly tempos and just all these, like, hilly progressive long runs. Like, you get so strong on these dirt roads. And then when you start to do track workouts, you're just like very pleasantly surprised about where your fitness is but yeah so those so they're definitely I don't know if they've done straight uphill tempos at Syracuse I'll have to ask the boys if they just like went straight up but um 
we just have rolling hills here. <laughs> yeah, my, I think my coach told me this. Maybe I'm like totally misremembering it, but I heard that like one of their staple workouts was like a five mile point to point tempo on like some sort of like uphill state highway. Oh man, I, so. I wouldn't be surprised. I'll have to, I'll have to ask Paige about that too. I think I've heard, I've heard a couple things. They always want to talk about Syracuse and I'm like, Oh, this one time at Georgetown, <laughs> they get so annoyed. They always try to like drop in Georgetown all the time to interrupt their Syracuse friends. Their Syracuse banter, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, yeah, we need to like me, Ben, Amy, and uh, and Abby. We're like, oh yeah, like at this, <laughs> not enough about Syracuse, <laughs> but no, it's it's fun. We have. We definitely joke around a lot of practice and like it's a it's a fun atmosphere that once, we have. Once like, March Madness comes, I can't I oh think man. all the all friendships are over, you oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so then the other um this does not have to be running related, but it could be like what is your biggest pet peeve? Like you don't have to like let's we don't have to name names if like anybody on the team is doing any of this, but like what's something that's just like super minor that drives you crazy? Um and I guess, well, this could be running related, but I'm, I, I'm a, uh, let's see, I'm very much, I've been better actually, but I'm, I like love being on time for things. So I like, oh, I God, love we, like, you'd hate being my teammate then. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> but then no, but then as a pro, I've actually like gotten away from that now. So that's been like, oh, now I don't even care anymore. But I was very much like always on time for things. Like I just like being, I don't like being late myself. Like it's a, but I don't mind when other people are late. It's a weird thing. But my biggest pet peeve is kind of like, I guess I would say a dirty kitchen like that, like not running related, but like I'm okay. obsessed with like cleaning my kitchen. <laughs> we would get along great then. Cause I, I it's so funny. Cause the, what you said about being on time is how I feel about being clean or it's like I would always say this in college where it's like I don't expect my roommates to be as clean as I am mm -hmm. I just want things to be like like I know I'm the crazy person like yeah. you know <laughs> like, no that was um that was like me yeah because I mean in college I lived with like five other girls like it was like all of us in this like little DC townhome and it was a lot like but now I can be my like weird, clean OCD self, like in my own house, because now I have my own place. But um, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm like a bit of like, I would rather like go and clean a kitchen than fold laundry. And Robbie's obsessed with folding laundry. So it's like, okay, so he like does the all the Venn diagram, stuff. it's like we were talking about. And, you know? Yeah, so I'm like, go, you go fold the laundry and I'll go like wipe down the kitchen because I don't know why, but um yeah I just like to keep things kind of neat but then with my clothes I'm like not always the neatest so yeah. <laughs> I'm my biggest running pet peeve is uh I hate workout talkers like you know how like oh, like an yeah. early rep of a workout or like you know it's like you're not hurting yet and like someone will like make a comment like in the middle of the rep or like at a tempo <laughs> like early miles of tempo like I just I'm like once the rep starts like we're like we're at work you know it's like yeah you know it's like don't even if you're not tired like this is not the talking time you're like, making me very, more tired by talking yeah i'm like I a very chatty think, person in yeah. general but like that's the one time where i'm like no shut the fuck up like yeah that's i actually i wasn't even thinking of like running peppies actually like i'm pretty like with morning practices i'm i like you would say like i'm a pretty like talkative person and pretty outgoing but to start things i'm 
like long run mornings. I'm probably like silent the first few miles. And then like, then I wake up and I'm finally awake and start chatting. But um, I totally get that feeling of that's actually my biggest, I've decided my biggest pet peeve with the team is that everything starts so quickly. So um, <laughs> there's like no warm up mile. And yeah. especially like when we like jump in with the boys, but we definitely have stopped doing that where now it's like the boys go and then the girls go because it's just like, yeah, you can't have, can't start around with Colin Benny. Like, it's like, no, we're not. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. I but, will say, uh, <laughs> it's so unfair to like women <laughs> in that, like, well, many things in life are unfair to women. But, like, <laughs> I feel like I've, like a lot of my, like when I do run with like my women friends, they're always, it's like, they're good enough that they can run too fast on easy runs you know what I mean mm -hmm. <laughs> like where it's like it's you know it's like if I don't I tell like whenever I like uh like run with some, like you know some of my my tracks and the teammates or whatever I'll literally say I'm like listen don't be nice like say if we're running too fast tell me because like tell, I'll just, tell like, me to slow down <laughs> get excited and like be telling a story and now we're running 640 pace and it's like that's yeah. not your easy run pace like you know yeah make me slow down just because you can do it doesn't mean you should you know <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like very big on um, like taking the easy days, like very easy. Cause that's just like what I was used to doing um, even like in high school and college. And yeah, I'm like known on the team as like a straggler um, because <laughs> I like hang out in the back of the pack because I can't like go out. I don't go out quickly on easy days, but I would, I would rather like run alone and hit my easy day pace than like suffer through like starting a run at like 640 pace and yeah. then just going backwards every mile. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I can, I can <laughs> understand that for sure. And, and spoiler alert, the older you get, the more that will become true. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's yeah, starting runs nice and slow is definitely something I have come to appreciate the, mm -hmm. now that uh, the ripe old age of 27, my body yeah. feels like a thousand years old. <laughs> um yeah all right, and last but not least as a obviously as a pro runner uh recovery is important um and you know number one thing you have to do while you're recovering is watch tv so <laughs> what are you binge watching right now what's like what's on the first in the the netflix or hulu queue i i am such like i watch everything everything that comes on on netflix like i have probably seen but I am, I am still loyal right now to Grey's Anatomy and I'm like up to date with everything that there is. And um, there's actually a new episode for the new season that's coming out this Thursday and I'll be watching that too. But um, that's like my like current show that I'm watching. But um, I, I loved Queen's Gambit on Netflix when I binged mm -hmm. that. Um, I watched The Bachelor on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will, I, I love friends. I love watching the office, like just as like hangout ones, but I love watching like horror films. Like I'm very into like, oh, um, I hate horror films. I guess. Oh, scared. I like yeah. love horror films. So I'm like always up to like a movie like night and just like watching new, um, like films that I've never seen, but, um, yeah. And I'll try to find like any other scary shows to keep watching as well. But those are like my go-to, um, ones currently but <laughs> are, you, are you in a bachelor pool i did do one with my team last year i actually won it um i won it <laughs> not last to brag year. or anything not to brag but 
I think I was the only one that was still submitting things by the end of it, but um, <laughs> I outbeat Justin, so that was the most important thing. Um, but this year, no one, no one seemed to like care about the Bachelor this year. I don't know. So um, I actually I skipped Claire's season, but I'm watching. I'm watching this season right now, but no pool this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I think we, I talked about The Bachelor with your guy. Because I don't watch, but I, like, all my friends watch, so I feel like I get, like, osmosis so, from... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I remember I asked them, I asked them who their best uh, person on your team to be The Bachelor would be, but you guys are all, like, in relationships, so it's a very small Oh, my gosh. Of... <laughs> I know everyone, yeah, everyone on our team, actually, like, is in a relationship. That's kind of funny. I remember, like, coming here, because I was, um, I was like, oh, well everyone kind of lives with their significant other. So I like just got like a studio last year. Cause I was going to be here just by myself. But then um, now, now I've like, now Robbie's like mostly here with me in Charlottesville and we moved into a bigger place, but coming here, I was like, Oh, I guess I'm just going to get like my own little studio. Cause everyone's, everyone's off and about. Everyone's off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's like, everyone kind of has like their own little like life outside of our practices. And then like, we're all together at practices, but um we all, it's funny, all our houses right now are within like, we're all within like a mile of each other, like in this part of town. So it's like the boys and like Abby just like literally just live like a one minute drive away and then Ben's right over there and Paige's right over there. So we're all so close to each other, which is kind of nice to be. Is there like um, a central, uh, you know, you just pick a spot in the middle of all the houses <laughs> for easy runs or... <laughs> Well, we um, we actually have like a, a headquarters that we meet at on um, oh, for nice. our easy days. So, um, which is just downtown, which isn't far away. But um, yeah, the coach is like, it's in this like complex with a bunch of garages, and like we pretty much converted a garage to like a headquarters, and we have Wait, like that's couches. Sick. <laughs> yeah, we have we have like couches in there. That's... We have um, a changing room, a bathroom, um, all our mats and our rollers and our just like recovery stuff is in there um we're trying to get our altergy in there so that's like the next thing to go in there mm -hmm. and get some more like weight stuff in there but um yeah it's, it's a cool little spot and um so we all just like we meet there on easy days and then it's like we can finish our run you can get a change if you want you can do your core there um hang out play music um there's like games in there too but yeah, like we got, I feel we got like coffee this in is, there. <laughs> this is like some sort of YouTube series waiting to happen. It's like I know <laughs> the Reebok know, Garage. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's like, it's funny because no one really knows like that much about our team because we just don't have someone like following us constantly and like taking photos. And um, so our team to everyone like is very mysterious is what like everyone mm. wants to kind of know what we do and what we're doing, but we have no one like filming us or like, um, taking photos of all the stuff we do, but we have a we have a great setup down here. Um, hopefully, we can try to share it with the world at some point. But um, uh, yeah, the headquarters. <laughs> I got to start a YouTube secret. channel. No, I was gonna say like uh, <laughs> this. This is the maybe maybe that's the problem is uh, once you start telling people about you, like the word will be out and you know <laughs> the steep will be lifted. Like you guys won't be as cool anymore. Like once yeah. Uh, <laughs> So like, oh realizes. it's just that <laughs> but yeah so that's like our that's our main like meat spot and then um workout days we'll just like either drive to a dirt road or drive to the track um but and then on off days it's like you can we'd actually we don't meet on wednesdays so you can like meet up with anyone you want and like start a run together but that's kind of nice and sundays <laughs> awesome well uh 
to wrap it up, we uh, we ask all of our guests the same three questions. Um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you a little on the spot for the first one um, because oh boy. So the first one is your Instagram crush, uh, and you can't say Robbie. And so like <laughs> like Instagram crush can be like very like broadly interpreted. Like I've like said like things that like a trend on TikTok that like I think is hilarious or like you know a really funny meme like it crush is a broad term so basically what are you feeling on the internet these days well i'll tell you i only have um post notifications for um two people and one of them's robbie and the other one is halsey and i'm like (laughs) obsessed i'm obsessed with halsey she's a jersey um, girl too that's uh... i know she's a jersey girl um so she is like my biggest crush ever (laughs) <laughs> um Robbie's always like you you would leave me for halls you would leave me around like I don't know maybe but um you know, yeah never so say she, never never say never I'm like the opportunity presents itself. no but she is uh that's like easy for me I'm like um yeah I love Halsey so um she's my Instagram crush <laughs> and like music crush and um social media crush and every crush but <laughs> There you go. That's a good, that's a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the next one is uh, your go-to karaoke song. Someone sings you, hands you the mic. It's your time to sing. What are you, what are you singing? Oh my gosh. Oh man. <laughs> Let's see. I would, I would probably end up picking a holy song just because I want to be fine. like her. But, um, or I would go like with like an old, like classic hit, I feel like. That's a tough one. That's um, why I need to go to is because like you I never know, know when karaoke is going to happen. Yeah. I wanted to like sing karaoke at the Fifth Ave Mile like everyone mm. does. Um, that's still, ho- hopefully one day I'll get to do that. But, <laughs> oh man, I would... I would probably end up picking a Halsey song, but I'm not sure which one I would go for. I don't know. I'm like trying to think of which one I would want. See, I was, yeah, see, I thought for sure you were going to go with like, um, like, uh, like Born to Run or like something very, oh, like very Jersey. <laughs> I would, I probably should pick something like that because I would probably need, I would need like a, I should probably do like a Bruce Springsteen Christmas song. That would be, that would be a hit. <laughs> Yeah, well, if it's the right time of year, uh, you're yeah. Almost, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, man. And then last but not least, I think you'll be very well prepared to answer this one. But uh, your death row meal, you're going to the chair, you get one more meal, you can have anything you want. What are you eating? Oh, man. I think, oh, yeah, see, like my mouth's watering because I'm thinking <laughs> about all these yummy foods. So I think, I think I would go with like just, a really, really, really nice like steak meal. Like with, I love steak and mashed potatoes. So if you just like filled my plate up with like a nice filet tenderloin and some mashed potatoes, um, I would be really happy. <laughs> That's a great answer. That's kind of my, I love baked potatoes, but like uh, steak is like, I, I feel like one of my kind of go-tos for like that, like yeah. if I'm in that situation. And then, and then I would get like a cookies and cream milkshake because I love cookies and cream. And that would be like my little dessert after. And then, and then see ya. <laughs> That's a great answer. Go out on top. <laughs> yeah. 
Awesome. Well, well, thank you so much for, for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, thanks so much is, uh, for having me. <laughs> thanks for the peek behind the curtain into the, the Reebok oh, yeah. garage and, and everything that goes on there. Now we'll, um, I, I feel like I'm definitely going to make uh, you guys send me photos of like the setup because now I'm just Oh yeah, now you need curious. to see... Now you see HQ and we got it. We got like, paint, we have it painted with our like logo right in there. It, it, it looks well, pretty cool. It. I will admit. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, well, yeah, thanks again. And uh, until next time, this has been Run Your Mouth. Yeah. Thank you so much, David. Oh,